Hola, hola, hola. Welcome to episode 40 of Word to Your Mama. I'm Ritsi P. Today we have the bubbly LA-based DJ Spinorita. In this episode, we talk about her just returning from her working vacation at her second home of the Bay Area. We talk about the importance of self-love, self-care, her experience up there with the healing waters of the ocean, how Twitch saved her life and changed her career during the pandemic. We talk about adapting and evolving, being yourself and persevering no matter what. I just really want to thank Spinorita coming on here and being 100% real, 100% raw about her journey during the pandemic, because I feel we need to hear that. We need to hear about the high, the highest highs and the lowest lows of everyone's personal journeys, because I feel we can relate to that. And also when she was at her lows, she stayed open. And she was able to see the signs, symbols, and the clues that the universe provided to be like she was on the right path. And now she's on the other side of it, and she is thriving. So yeah, let's get into it. Looks like I'm locked up abroad. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I had a green one, but I'm not using the green screen, so I changed it out real quick. Um, Okay. Welcome. Welcome back to L.A. Thank you. <laughs> How long were you up north? Um, I was there for a month. Uh, I've It's my second home, uh, San Francisco Bay Area. So I had an opportunity to go hang out with my best friend. She had an open room and she's like, why don't you come up? I said, yeah. So then yeah. it was awesome. It was amazing. Nice. You know, because I always thought for some reason I always thought you're from the bay yeah I lived there for 10 years I went to ah, that's why and then I stuck around yeah and then um headed back home um so I've been I moved back to LA in 2008 and um always just love the bay all, you know it's all Cali so yeah but it, yeah it does have a different vibe like very different vibe to it you know um so it's nice to step out of your your element and go somewhere else and DJ for new crowds and, you know, stuff like that and kind of see what they're listening to up there. You know, even though we're in California, like there's just different things going on, you know, especially yeah. Bay. like the Bay, I feel doesn't get as much respect as far as like hip hop goes. Um, there's so much you know, history and so many legends from there. I mean, pretty much a lot of the um, slang that we use comes from the Bay, you know, from and Mac Dre and rest in peace and um, a bunch of those, a bunch of those folks up there. So I just love it. I mean, I got, uh, somebody gave me their hyphy folder, like a whole (laughs) uh, folder of Bay raps and hyphy stuff. And it's just like, it's just so different. It's so different than LA and it's so dope. Like it's just, even their cadence is different when they're rapping. Like, it's just like, you could tell a Bay area rapper, you know? So for sure. Yeah, it was, I always love going up there and I'm so lucky to have like so many friends up there, you know? Yeah. With them. It's such an interesting thing because people always think sometimes that I'm from the Bay because I say hella all the time. But it's just because in college, my entire crew, they're all from the Bay. 
Mm. So and then so I'd always go up there and stuff like that. And so they it just permeates you and it you just like catch on to all these things. And uh you're right, it's so different. And pe- people don't understand either. They're not from Cali. They don't understand how fucking big Cali is. <laughs> so the bay's not like around the corner. <laughs> Uh, I know I took the one on one down. That was my first time ever taking it a long way. Yeah, and it was <laughs> amazing. I mean, it did take me like eight hours but <laughs> at uh, Avila Beach. I guess it's like right near Pismo Beach. And my friend was like, you should stop there. So I did. I was like, ah, I'm on my way. Why not? And so cute. Such a yeah. cute like town and beach and just like. I don't know, something about being around so much water, like, you know, obviously the bay and my friend lives 10 blocks away from um, Ocean Beach. So oh. I would go there almost almost every day, like in the morning, because it was just like a like for exercise and also just to like be around the ocean and like yeah. that goodness, you know, and I, I don't take advantage of it here as much because it's far, you know, like I'm not like. <laughs> 10 blocks away that I could yeah, totally um so it's like more of a a trek but it it really kind of it was like my morning ritual you know oh, to just go nice. out there go for a walk stop at the beach just look at the ocean and just be like damn infinite you know like infinite and- like infinite straight away and then like infinite deep <laughs> the yes. depth if yeah. you think about it like that um uh, my son, the supernatural bear, he we've been listening for since he was, I don't know, three, been listening to these kid podcasts, but they're science based. Mm-hmm. And they have this one where they like do have they have two people on to debate which is better. And they'll have like shark versus this or da da da. And they did space versus ocean. And you had to present your sides and shit. And we were like, we started, I was like, space, no doubt. Like, of course, space. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, listen to it. And we're like, that's right. Like, it's so unknown, the ocean depths of this world. It's like equal. It was freaking us out. We're like, oh my God, that's amazing. And when you think about that, like that's just right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was special. It was something really special that I would do for myself, you know, like, yeah, I had to start my day like that. I don't care what time it was. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere until I hit that beach. Like I got to go over there, you know? And I was just like, anything I was like feeling or whatever, like I just was able to leave it there, you know? And just like, and then I just felt so good. Like, it just was like, okay, cool. Let's like get the day. So start the day, set the tone for the day. Yeah. Set the tone, you know, like I know self-care is very important and I didn't really learn about that when I was younger, you know, like, what was that? You know, like what's, you know, I, I, yeah, I didn't know there was things you could practice to make yourself, you know, like care about yourself, you know, it's just like, sometimes I would feel selfish. I could be like, Oh no, I can't, you know, like, I can't just think of me. So now that I'm getting older, I just feel like, man, I need that, you know, and I'm still learning it and I'm still trying to um, honor it and set boundaries, boundaries for myself, boundaries for people. And like, just remember, um, you know, I was out there looking at the ocean and I was just like thanking, um, you know, like the universe for all the love I have for my friends and my family. And then I told myself like the ocean is as deep as the love I need to have for myself too. Please you believe know? it. Sorry, I'm getting all like, no, I love it. This is what we need. This is the realizations that I feel like the first question I was going to ask you was 
you know, how are you doing? What's where are your mentals? Because we've gone through some some tough shit. We've gone through. And like I said, at every episode, when I talk to all my peeps on this podcast, you know, I, I try to concentrate on, um, you know, people of color. And if I have any white people, they're quality Caucasians. But the people of color, we we've all been through a lot, but especially us of color with all the uprisings and that administration, all administrations, but everything we've been going through, it's been a lot on the psyche, a lot to visualize, a lot to internalize. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you were like, you know what, I got this opportunity to go be with my best friend in in an area that I love. And then you got to take advantage and do you're, you're already in that, you know, cycle breaking cycles mm-hmm. and being in that self-care mode. And it's never too late. It's never too late. Never too late. And, yeah. and, and being, being Latinx, Latina, being Mexicana, being Chicana, we don't, we don't, we don't know that. We don't know how to do that. You know, we're learning now. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's what matters. The yeah. fact that you realized that it was even good for you is one thing, but then you took it to the next level and you're like, the depth of the ocean is the love I need to have for myself. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's huge. It's like, that's major. It's you know? powerful. It's, it's mm-hmm. changing. It's like the mm-hmm. biggest step to your evolution. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I, I tell myself, like, be as loving as you are to other people to yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was so good. It was amazing. I thought when I was leaving, I'm like, man, I'm going to miss it so much. And like, but then I got here and I was like, oh my God, LA. Like, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, the sun, because I was staying in the Sunset District um, in San Francisco, which mm. is Fog City. Like, it's yeah. just all the time um so you know that's just different that's just you know that's just a different feeling being there so that's why I took advantage of the beach too because I'm like all right it's gray I'm not gonna let this like you know mess with me I'm gonna go take advantage of it and like just go near the water so um so I'm back now and now I have the sun now it's the sun (laughs) giving me the energy balance balance it's um I'm so grateful and you know just lucky you know I'm just lucky to be able to do things like that move to a city for a month and um I think it has to do a lot with like my hard work um being able to set myself to up to do those things you know like hard this whole year and a half like just like keeping up with what I love and um so I was able to go out there. I DJed every weekend. Um, I streamed with friends. I kept up my streaming schedule. So I was working as well, you know, and I was out there like, yeah, this, this feels like vacation. And my friend was like, dude, you've been working. The whole- <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Kind of forget, you know, like I'm very, you know, um, I could be forgetful about my accomplishments or like what I'm doing, you know, just so I think it's um, uh, like unconsciously like keeping the ego in check for myself, you know, so yeah. all like, ah, you know, but um, yeah, I was able to see new old friends, new friends, like DJ for, and DJing out was crazy. I mean, I, I only DJed uh, publicly twice in LA before leaving to the Bay and mm. um, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of anxiety. Um, I, you know, new crowd, new city, younger crowd. Um, the, the folks that booked me are so amazing. I mean, they're DJs that are DMC or Red Bull, you know, like stuff. And I'm, you know, and and I'm got in my head a little bit. I was like, dang, like shoot a new city. (laughs) 
DJed out and like, ah, uh, you know, so like taking, I got nervous and just like taking in all that energy from like the crowd, uh, first of all, and then like the promoters, like, and they gave me the most amazing introduction and I was so nervous. I was like, I love you, but can I just DJ? <laughs> are the best dj on twitch i'm like oh my god like <laughs> you know so i was so grateful for that and and then we just and then i just went i just did it you know i told myself like hey they booked you for a reason you know like just keep going you know because it's just it's just different it's it, it, i felt like a rookie again i'm not gonna lie like i felt like wow like i haven't done this in so long can in i still of, like a, in front of people live live yeah i mean I, you've been doing live on twitch but like live with the like at a club and stuff like that. Did you feel once you got in the, in the zone, did you, were you wearing a mask? Were you not wearing a mask? Did you, did you kind of, did the fears kind of go away of like, whoa, I'm in like an indoor setting with a bunch of motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, um, I'll be honest at first, the first, I think the first couple gigs, I didn't wear a mask. And then we found out that, one of the venues that I played at, three of the employees caught COVID and they were vaccinated. And then some other friends had caught it, you know? So, you know, I had to go test up there. I had to buy a rapid test. Like I just had to keep on top of it. So then I was like, I'm wearing a mask. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna up just because, yeah, I, I don't wanna deal with that. I don't wanna get it. I don't wanna bring it home. I don't wanna spread it. Like, I just, I don't wanna do that. So I was more conscious of it and I just wear a mask, like masked up and, you know, try to be as safe. And luckily as DJs, we have like the booth. So yeah. we're and no one's around or should should be around anyways. Right, so, <laughs> so that's that was a little more, um, felt a little more safe. Um, yeah. The DJs I was playing with are people that I've been friends with for like over 20 years. So that too was a comfort zone for me where I was like, oh man, like, yeah, dog right here. Like, okay, I feel <laughs> good. Like, I feel like we're vibing off each other. Cause I, sometimes when you're just like a guest DJ, um, you just have to go in and do your set. Like you might not know the other DJs or maybe you kind of do, but it just feels like you have to be more on, you know, mm -hmm. like and not that I wouldn't with my friends, but I feel like with my friends, I could collaborate, like I could feel their, their energy. And I already know kind of how they spin and what they play. So I'm already tapped in like, okay, this is what we're going to like, kind of what the night's going to be like. So that was really nice to DJ with a lot of like old friends of mine, you know? Nice. Yeah. So, so going back to the pandemic, when, when stuff got super serious and for you, it was the realization like shit this is really happening. Like all the, all my gigs outside are like a shutdown for a while. How, how, how was it for you? How did you get to the other side? How are your mentals during the mix and now in this new mix? Um, so when COVID shut down, like when we had the shutdown, I was actually on getting ready to leave to Europe on a tour that I had booked myself. So mm. I booked a multi city country tour. Like I was, go I was starting in Paris. I was going to Amsterdam, Brussels, Switzerland, Sweden, London, Germany. Like I had set everything up. I hadn't yet booked all the flights or Airbnbs yet. So that mm. I saved myself on that. Like nice. I did. I think I missed out on my Paris flight. Like I still have like a voucher or whatever. But um, so when everything happened, I was bummed. I'm like, fuck. Cause I was, I was 
trying to move to London. Like I wanted to move to London and just like live there and try and make music there and try to be out there, you know, like do my thing. So that I realized like, okay, this isn't going to happen. And then before that too, I was DJing a gang in LA. So I was like, I had a nine to five, but honestly the nine to five became my side hustle because I was (laughs) so much, you know, like I was like all the time. So it was sad because I wasn't going on this tour, but then I realized like, Hey, I have like time off now, like much needed. You know, I had, I had got laid off from my job before COVID hit. They, it was a, uh, I worked at Fox and they got acquired by Disney. So they laid some of the employees off. Um, so I was already tapped in with like unemployment. I had a severance package. So all that was going to go to Europe. Um, so I kind of was set up already uh, financially, um, but like I said, I was realized I had the time off and that was nice. And then my friend of mine, good friend of mine, darling Chuck, she's like, Hey, why don't you jump on IG live? Like everybody's doing it. Like just to, you know, like play or whatever. And at first I was like, nah, I don't know, like, mm, I'm not sure. And then, yeah. And then one Sunday I was like, you know what, why not? I miss playing my records. Like I haven't done it in a while. So I called it Sunday school. I'm like, all right, I'll call it Sunday school. It's like uplifting music, whatever. So I just started on IG live and I just put, I didn't have any, I didn't have the eye rig. I didn't have any equipment. I just put my phone close to the speaker (laughs) to make sure the sound was okay. And the lighting and everything was bad. It was just like, you know, but we were just vibing, you know? So I announced on IG, like, I'm going to go, you know, live. And so I started doing it and it was just really fun. Like, I got dressed, like I put makeup on, like I just acted like it was a gig, you know, like I just, I was missing it. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. So kept doing it every Sunday and people were coming around and my cousins and like people were just in there like, yeah, what up, you know? <laughs> um, and then we started hearing about Twitch and, and again, my friend, darling Chuck, amazing DJ out in New York. Um, she was like, Hey, I'm jumping on Twitch. I don't know if you've heard about it or if you know anything about it, but here's some resources to like, get yourself set up for it. And I was like, okay. So I started seeing more and more DJs jumping on Twitch. And I was like, I felt the pressure. I'm like, dang. Mm. Cause then at the same time, IG live was like shutting people down, like after 45 minutes, or if you played like licensed songs and stuff. So it was already becoming the point where I was like, all right, you either get on Twitch or you get shut down on IG. So, um, I was watching all these videos not knowing. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Like, you know, <laughs> what's um, the background? What's this floating over here? <laughs> heck, and then where am I going to put this stuff? Like, so I had always had my records and my turntables in the garage where I practice, but it was not like, it was just like in a little corner and, you know, it was not presentable to anyone. It was just for me to practice, you know? So I never thought anyone would see my little corner in the garage. So once I started really thinking about Twitch and like, okay, what do I need? So I needed like an ethernet cord from my room to the garage. So <laughs> I'm telling you, I tried everything. I, I, um, hired geek squad to come install that Oh but wow! for that AT&T came out and the guy was so cool. He's like, you know what? I just cut you a 50 foot ethernet cord. Oh, All you have yeah them and go outside so i did that and then geek squad came in and like basically we're gonna do the same thing but put it in the air like just cancel it um okay so i did that and then um you know i bought a macbook pro thinking that that was the most 
awesome computer to stream on because Max, you know, <laughs> uh, I didn't know that it wasn't. So I was using that, jumped on Twitch and every time it was glitchy, it was mm. off. It was like, and I just was getting super discouraged. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like this was before the ethernet cord, by the way, I was yeah. trying <laughs> Wi-Fi. I have the best Wi-Fi. That's what everybody says. And then, you know, it was glitchy and off, off, off. And, and I'm not gonna lie, I cried one time. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know why it's, you know, not working. So um, one day a friend of mine, he sat with me cause we needed to use OBS. It's like a open source program that you use for Twitch. And we sat down and we went through every setting and he's like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna set, set, set. So we did that, jumped on and it worked. And I was like, nice. So I committed. I'm like, okay, you guys. And it was just like seven people. It was like all my friends, you know, they're like, or whoever was on Twitch. I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to get on for a whole month uh, from uh, 11 to one, except for Saturdays. I'm going to take Saturdays off and I'm just going to stream and see what happens, you know? So got on, I, I committed to it. Um, first day it started glitching again. Somebody who was watching me, somebody I did not know, they in the chat room, they're like, hey, I can help you. Here's my phone number. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it happens to be now a good friend of mine, Amani Experience. He's on Twitch and he helped me. He like he was like, look, let's use your laptop com- uh, camera. Da, da, da. So we went through it. Everything worked, went through the whole month and I got to like a thousand followers, like super quick. I don't, I mean, I was just on there. I was just on there playing records, playing Serato, like just playing my jams. And all of a sudden it just was picking up, like picking up, picking up. And I was like, whoa, like at first it was seven and then it was like 15 and then it was like 40. And I'm like, whoa, what, how, how did they even, (laughs) and it was insane because these people were the most supportive people I've ever met in my entire life. I was literally like, are you really this nice? Like everyone was like, we love you. Oh my God, it's my jam. Please don't go. Like, I'm like, why you're, why are you so nice? Like, <laughs> people Suspect. Being like, Can you play my song? Like I'm, I'm going to leave right now. And I'm like, I don't care if you're leaving, <laughs> you're paying me, like you can go. It doesn't matter. You know? So you know, we're used to just being like either harassed by people wanting songs or whatever. So it was just a whole different vibe. It was love from the get. So I just stuck with it. I'm like, man, these people are dope as hell. So then I hit affiliate status and that's when like the little tips started coming in Uh the subscriptions. And I'm like, Whoa, this is like happening. And I'm like making money. Shit. So, um, yeah. Then all of a sudden I'm at 150 people every stream um I hit partner in like November 2020 and it was random because everyone's like you should be a partner already how come you're not a partner and I'm like I don't don't know I don't know like I wasn't trying to focus I I was both I I was trying to focus on the numbers just to like make sure I was making the averages and stuff you know to see if I could make partner and then part of me too was like "Ah, don't worry about it because you don't want to like overthink it and get too much into the numbers and not into the music and what you love. So it was a combination. And then my friend was like, dude, look at your email and see if you got partner. And I was like, all right, it was in January. And I got it in November. So I check in my emails. I'm like, oh my God, I made partner in November. They're like, what? Like we had a little partner party on Twitch. And, um, I mean, I'm, I stream four times a week. Um, I'm on Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Friday. Um, it saved my life. It, 
changed my career. I'm not joking. Like I don't think I would be in the spaces I have been in if it wasn't for Twitch to be wow. real with you. I mean, it would have got there, but it probably would have taken longer, you know, but I mean, I was featured on Questlove's um, I channel. I saw that. Yep. Um, one day I was playing a whole broken beat set um, dedicated to a record label called 2000 Black and a bunch of people from Jazzy Jeff's playlist retreat came into the channel and Jazzy Jeff was there and he started following me and I was like, oh my God. This is, that's crazy. Yeah. This Watching like what? I mean, I've met Jellybean Benitez. Like he, oh. I'm like, how is this happening? Like, so <laughs> legends are on Twitch, enjoying music and being a part of the community. So, um, and I just started getting creative with it and thinking of, hey, what are the streams? Can I do like what? Let's let's have fun with it, you know. So, I started a couple of things. I had the cast of Mi Vida Loca on my channel as part of my um, 12 Days of Spin. That was like a Christmas special I did. Um, I started a, a series called Electric Avenue dedicated to electric funk music, which is electro funk, which is the staple of LA hip hop, you know, that doesn't get um, a lot. It's, there's not a lot of documentation on it, you know? So the goal of mine would be to do a documentary on it. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, and then I started a rave called Sweet Sunday with all femme identifying non-binary, um, you know, uh, women. And it's been, it's oh. been great. It's a lot of work, but I love it. I mean, it, it's who I am and um, I was able to find my stride and um, I was able to come out of the pandemic, you know, raising my rates, um, you know, oh. and 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 being asked to dj alongside legends and people say wonderful amazing things about me and i really appreciate it but i know i still have a lot to learn and go and so all i know how to do is work hard and so that's what i did i just took the pandemic and said you know what i'm gonna spend all this money i'm gonna invest and i'm gonna get on twitch and i'm gonna see what happens and I'm so happy I did. I mean, I have fans. I don't want to say fans. I don't, you know, like I like to be humble, but I have people that listen um, from everywhere and they tell me, they say, I save their life and they come see me live now. They come amazing. to my gigs and like, what? Yeah. So amazing. Amazing. And congratulations, Felicidades, because I believe it was in June. You'd had your one year anniversary on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Because as soon as I only had it, I had Twitch. When Woes and them boom back hit started. Oh my God. Like right after that. And he was like, yo, I'm gonna make these think. He's been I was like, what? So him and I would be on the phone. We're like, what does that mean? Like, what is the like we were like trying to figure it out? But then he had his whole crew. So it was, and then I didn't have it on my phone yet, right? Like I hadn't installed it on my phone. And then once I installed it on my phone and I started following you and I started following people that like I started figuring out what the hell I was doing. Yes. Dude, I get you and Kenny Beats always are twitching yeah. every like every day like you said four times a week like I feel like every day I'm like spinurita twitch yep. candy beats twitch and I was like doing it like it's amazing and it in your feed is great like I pop in I used to pop into your IG and then to twitch and it's it's you it's you doing you and that's you can't you can't buy that you don't need any extras like it's just you with your knowledge and your vibe. And I know people commented, I'm sure everybody's commented, like you're, you're smart, like you're happy. Like you see, like you could tell you're in your element. 
And I love that. Um, so I was trying to think of how, how I met you. And I remember we were doing the Ladies Love Project event at uh, OG Chino's Escala that we've had on here before. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was asking all my homies, like, remember I asked like Assad and like a bunch of people, like, I, who are the dopest females? Like, we know that, the, you know, the certain ones that we've known for, for a lot of years. I need, I don't, not knowing a bunch of the new ones, like who, and then your name came up all the time, all the time. Mm. So to, for you to do that on the strength, thank you so much. That was amazing. Um, and we have something in common. And I don't know if it was after I met you or before I met you. Mm. I saw that we both have a, a crazy, unique honor of having our names in the hand styles by the legendary. Chaz. <laughs> so how did you meet the amazing Chaz and Christina? And how did you get your your him to do it? Or like he just did it? How did that go down? I think I saw you at that event downtown. It was like Chaz and all those, all those, like you were spinning there. I'm pretty sure. So I don't know if I already, I don't think I knew you yet. Maybe. Yeah. Do you want to support original content that supports diverse voices? Why not support Word to Your Mama? You're listening to it right now. Become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash WTYM. There are four patron levels to choose from, including Good Looking Out, I'm Down, Hell Yeah, and Please Believe It. Benefits include patron shoutouts, exclusive patron-only content, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash WTYM to take your support to the next level. Gracias. Um, yes, it is such an honor to have Chaz have made my logo. I mean, um... I loved his artwork. I didn't know him personally before. And then, you know, I loved it. So, um, so as far as like my DJ career really popping off, like I started in 2010, but that was just like, you know, I had records and I bought all my equipment, but I wasn't good. I was just like, "Ah, I'm throwing stuff on. And then fast forward to 2016, I threw a party at my good friends, Mi Vida Boutique in Highland Park. And, um, they let me like pretty much take over the spot. Um, spec one, he, I had, he had made me a logo too. So he painted it on the wall and everything. And like, everybody was writing their favorite lyrics on around the name. So Chaz showed up because, um, he's specs, uh, uh, stepdad. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh my God, Chaz is here. Like, <laughs> And even before throwing that party, I met Noelle um, through my cousin at a museum in Long Beach. And she's like, oh, my cousin's a DJ if you ever need a DJ show. She hit me up like the next day and was like, hey, would you want to DJ the art walk? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I would go like every month and bring all my stuff. I'd bring like my Serato, my turntables. It was just me for four hours. So it was like the perfect setup. It was practice. I was outside. I was like meeting people. So we became close through that. And then she let me, you know, take over the store and throw that party. Chaz came, Chaz would come to the art walk and I would just say like, hi, like all nervous, you know? And, uh, we, we just became friends from being connected through Mi Vida. And, um, Christina is so amazing. So sweet. So So she was like, you're basically our DJ. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) yes, yes, I am. (laughs) whatever you want, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
He had me DJ his 50th art career, which was at the Mayfair. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, he had a, he also had a book signing, I believe at Mi Vida. And that's when he hooked me up. He, he came, I think I had asked him like, I'm not sure if you're, if it's okay, but if you don't mind like writing my name, like I promise you, I won't do anything with it. Like it'll just be for me. And he was like, okay, yeah, no problem. So he came and he's like, hi, Miha, like, just want to give this to you. And it was like an envelope and he had written my name on it. And I was like, Oh my God. And he's like, open it up. And it was like the, it was a little USB and a a printout of what he did. And he's like, you have permission to do whatever you want with this. Like my gift to you. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, (laughs) so when he gave me the blessing, you know, I was, I mean, I still haven't really put it out on anything really. Honestly, I don't have merch with it yet, but I think it's so special. You know, I I started to, I started to do merch and then it was like, we had 50 things with like this logo. And I'm like, no, this is watering it down. I can't do that. Like, this is too special. So yeah, I met Chaz de Mi Vida and now it's just, you know, I have my, and people, some people think it's fake, like that it's not (laughs) hand styles. And I'm like, no, this is Chaz. (laughs) I would never do that. Like I would never like, that'd be so tacky. weird you know so so when people know who he is and they find out they're like oh my god when are you gonna put on a shirt so (laughs) like people that have the shirt because i um like i said i was starting logo uh merch and i was doing giveaways on twitch so i would just like give away a t-shirt so a couple people have it but not too many have the a chaz or spinurita chaz logo shirt that's special man that's that's like yeah yeah, like he, he made it. It's like a I don't know. Yeah, he's the godfather of LA graffiti. I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I have mine on my right here. <laughs> I was thinking of doing that too, but I was like, I was asking friends, like, is it vain? Like, is that? But it's like no. I've always wanted his a tattoo with his lettering, and it's like I have my own name. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I got it done by Chris Brand, who's like crazy, like next level tattoo artist mm-hmm. who is friends with Chaz, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he was booked. He was like mad booked. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I go, oh, I got, I got, I met you at their wedding. Da, 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 blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, word. He's like, your family. He's like, okay. So he's like, let me squeeze you in. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. And he's like, I'll give, I'll give you like the family price. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Like this guy, like book for months, like that, like a grip of money. So yeah. I was like, uh, I was telling uh, who was my boyfriend at the time. I was telling my husband, and I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it kind of small because no one's going to know what it says. People don't with his hand styles. It's it's a certain way to read it. It's like, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, so it's people don't even know. Like people always ask me, what does that say? And I have to tell them. So I was like, that's perfect because they won't know it's my name or whatever. And yeah. then so I go in the day of and he's like, yeah, let's make it bigger. Like you want to appreciate his lettering and his styles. And I was like, yeah, yeah. They made it this bigger. And then he's like, yeah, so Chaz called and he said he wanted to make sure that I, you know, hooked it up and cleaned it up. And if I needed to or whatever. And he was like, I'm not touching your shit. And I was like, he called? What? I go, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe it. So uh, just to have it, I'm, I'm super happy that I got it really big. You should do it. You should do it. I know. I keep thinking about it, but I'm like, oh, man. Like, some people are like, yeah, it's kind of vain. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I I have a sweatshirt with it on it and people keep asking me, when are you going to put it out? And I'm like, ah, you know, like, let me, 
you know, so, um, yeah, it's a, it's super special. I think it's such an honor, you know, it's like just it's LA, you know, and it's, it's LA. me and, you yeah. know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's history. It's, it's legend. True. It's like so good. So, so you said you started spinning uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. What got you to that point? Like you've always been into music. I always say like music saved my life, especially hip hop, but music in general. Mm-hmm. How did you say, you know what? I'm going to buy some equipment. I'm going to spin. Um, so yeah, same here. Like music has been a part of my life since I was like a baby. I mean, I have a pretty big family, immediate family, and everybody was into everything. So I got like a taste of all kinds of music. And, um, so just growing up, we're always like, I was always at the quinceanera, like battling (laughs) one in the circle or like (laughs) dancing, always like running off to dance to the music my brother would have a backyard party I'd be there in the middle of the circle um so when I was in college like I took um broadcasting you know um audio engineering and sound design and I was just always like listening to new stuff like people were always like what are you listening to you're always listening to something new dope and I'm like yeah yeah so I'd like hook them up like oh here's a list like just this is all the new stuff I love and then I started like I started a um, a podcast called Casual Play, which is now my radio show. Um, and it was just to like highlight all the music I was listening to and to push artists that I felt like were making bomb music, but weren't getting a lot of traction or, mm. you know, I thought like, I want to share more of this. This is really good. So I started a Tumblr. So I had all this stuff connected and newsletter and stuff like that. Um, but I wasn't like thinking about DJing. I think I, w- I had a put a barrier. Like I was telling myself, like, I could never, no, it's too hard. Like it's too hard. It's too expensive. Like those were my two excuses. I can't do it. I can't afford it. I, I don't think I could learn it. So I was in the Bay where like the best DJs come from, like, yeah. uh, you know, like I wish I would have learned up there. Cause I had so many DJ friends, but I moved back to LA in 2008. And around that time I was like, man, I think I want to DJ. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, I just feel it, you know? So I was talking about it a lot. And one of my really good friends, one of my best friends, she was like, Hey, you keep talking about DJing. I'm going to have a new year's Eve party. You're DJing it. Like, <laughs> like, get equipment. Like, let's, let's do this. And I was like, okay, like, why not? I had a bunch of vinyl. Um, so my brother, he bought me one of my 1200s at a new mark at a pawn shop. And then the other one I bought on Craigslist. And so, um, you know, there was a couple of people that were DJ friends, like, um, shred one. Um, but I have to shout out my boy antique. Uh, he was the one that kind of really, like, I would just go to his house and we'd practice and stuff. Um, so yeah, so then I, played that new year's eve party i wasn't good you know i I didn't have you know any skills but it was just like oh my god this is like this is fun you know like (laughs) i just had to practice you know so kept doing little house parties at her house and um for a while and then i upgraded to serato i finally bought like an sl2 box i was like oh my god you know (laughs) Um, and then, and then there was a time where I stopped because I wasn't into practicing. I was just being lazy. I'm like, oh, I suck. And I'm not getting any better because I was, wasn't practicing, you know? So then finally, um, I told myself, like, I really want to DJ. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to practice. Like I didn't have any real mentors, like antique and I would kind of practice, but it, it wasn't like a, someone that was like, okay, this is how you do it. You know? Mm-hmm. So would go in the garage and just try, you know, and just try stuff. And then 
get little gigs here and there. People, friends that were believing in me, they loved my music selection. So I think once the skills match the music selection, that's when I was more like, all right, let's like really put this out there and try to like get, you know, get out there. So me Viva helped me with that. I met a lot of people on this block, just like, yo, I work at this spot. We need a DJ. So I just kept going, you know, I kept going and getting like the opening spot. And, and I knew a lot of people too, because I've been in the music industry for a while. So um, it was a lot of just like talking to folks and, and stuff like that. So that was the urge for me. I, just, I love music so much. Like this, I mean, you see how much I smile on Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. pretty much how it evolved for me. And now here I am, you know, like just I'm about to buy some more equipment for the garage, you know, more DJ equipment just to make my life easier. There's always new stuff coming out and I want to be on top of it. I think um, being uh, versatile in in your skills is is important. So, Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to to keep going, you know. Awesome. And so what are your thoughts now, your plans to to move to to England, to the UK, to London? Are they still there? Um, I've thought about it a little bit. Um, I guess I haven't. Yeah, I still need to think about it. I still need to think where I'm at in my life, you know, like um, I'm. I wouldn't mind moving somewhere, you know, honestly, like I'm, I don't have any children. Um, I am able to pick up and go. I'm not saying that folks with children can't do it. I'm not saying that at all, but for me personally, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to just like, you know, Hey, I'm going to move to a new country. Um, so yeah, I was thinking about it a little bit when I was in the Bay, like, dang, can I still do it? You know, like, is that still an option? And I've met more, um, promoters and DJs because of Twitch, um, in the UK, which is helpful because I've been there a couple of times and I know people, but I wasn't, it wasn't to the level of like, Oh, let's book you. You know, it was kind of like, I had to like, you know, go out there and start meeting more people. But now, um, I'm on something called the soul train raid party. And it's, it's, uh, the DJ that throws it located in the UK. And he told me, he's like, Hey, let's do a live one in London. We'll book you like, and so from there I can, you know, and I'm like, now the doors are opening, you know? So maybe it was, maybe it was timing, you know, maybe it was like, it would have been more of a struggle before, but now that I have kind of like a backing and, um, I have actual analytics and like, I'm working on more of setting myself up as an artist, you know, um, having, you know, my, having a deck, having a one sheet, um, pursuing a booking agent or a manager, um, hiring an intern. Like I'm really thinking about stuff that artists do because I've worked at record labels. Um, I've seen it on that side. So I understand, you know, but personally, like I'm, I'm trying to do that for myself. So I would love to go back. I would super love to go back. And just, I, I think I'm kind of on hold with thinking about it just because of COVID still here. Yeah. And so, you know, being mindful of that, but I would love to see like, if it's an option because I just, I love London. I really do. I mean, it's, it's so fun. And I was even thinking the other day, like, it doesn't even have to be for life. It could be for months. It could be for a month. It could be for a year. Have to be lifelong, you know, that I'm out, I'm not coming back, you know, cause I was, I was looking into grad school for the visa and all that stuff, but I'm like, Hey, you can go for a month and just 
hang out like and yeah. get gigs and then see if you really like it. Like I might not even like it you know, yeah. for the long run. So it was, it was something I was, I was thinking about a little bit in San Francisco and um, yeah, I think I have more options now. I have like more options to be successful out there rather than to like, you know, struggle and kind of start anew. And, you know, I know I'm not going to be like, Hey, I'm here. I'm like on DJ spinners, like, <laughs> but like, it's, I have a more of a footing now. I feel yeah. you know, more confident in going out there and being like, okay, I got a couple of gigs. Like I can talk to folks. And I also have my radio show, which broadcasts on NTS radio, which is um, located in London. So I think um, tapping into that too, and getting their, their, backing and stuff so yeah I'm really trying to push it I'm like you know what let's go like yeah. what what can, what's there to lose you know what what I mean I'm I'm living off of music right now I was pretty scary thinking about that that's why I would go to the ocean a lot <laughs> just kind of tell myself like you can do it you you're doing it I, that's the other thing I have to remind myself I'm you are doing it <laughs> I'm very like future you know like yeah when I, I'm like, wait a minute. You're no, right you're now. doing it right yeah. now. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. So strict, like when well, you got laid off at your job mm-hmm. um, and then you went into this the pandemic started and you went into this. So you're not looking for a nine to five doing what you were doing before. You're going to stick with this. All the, all the energy into this. Yes. 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 Because you believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah, I got. I've already got a couple of opportunities as far as like music curation and and things like that, that are coming my way. So I'm just telling myself, like, it's the universe, you know, showing you that you can keep going with this because there is self-doubt for sure. Like, I'm like, man, like, I, God, you know, I'm going to be 42. Like, I, you know, uh, I'm a woman in the game, like, dang, you know, like all this stuff, you know, but it's just like, every time some sign comes, like, it just shows me like, no, like you're on the path. Like you, something's around the corner. And if you stop now, you might miss it, you know? So all I do is work hard anyway. So it's like, just, just keep going. You know I mean? It's music, like how lucky. And then I remind myself, I'm so lucky, (laughs) you know, do what you love. Like people like search for that their whole life, you know, and I found it. So I'm just, you know, trying to constantly come up with like ideas and um, how to, how to just keep, keep it up. That's amazing. And you, I think what people, anyone listening to this should take note is that she got into something that maybe she didn't, you didn't fully understand, but, and you, 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 uh, you were a hundred percent real with us. And you said that, you know, there were some tears, but you kept trying. And then the universe was like, Oh word, here's this dude that doesn't know you, but it's going to help you out. Gave you his number. Here's another person that's da, 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 da. You know, you, you're like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't care about the numbers. I'm just going to keep doing it. Cause I love, Oh, Jazzy Jeff. Oh, such as, you know, Questlove, like if you put in the work, you have to, you can't just want it and not do shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep working yeah. and, and, and also stay ahead of the time, stay with the times and evolve or else you become extinct. And I think that's a great lesson too. You know what I'm saying? But also on top of that, most importantly is, I, I think a thing that happens to us a lot, especially as women, especially as women of color. Mm-hmm. It's that imposter syndrome. We don't deserve it. No, it's, it's not for us. Like, 
Why, why am I dreaming that big? Like, you know, like just shit. These voices that are just like generational trauma ingrained in us to like not want more. And, you know, I'm in part of this one thing right now, the six month program. And she was said some shit that I was like, yes. She was like, as women, we want to do this or that. We're, we're conditioned to be like, it could be this or that. You can't have it all. She's like, let's get let's get in that and mentality that I was like, yes, I want to be in that and frequency. I want to be like, I can do this and I can do this. I can have this and I can have that shit too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Believe it. It happened the other day. I was uh, like I said, I think I mentioned earlier, I was feeling like a rookie, like DJing out live, like the first couple gigs, like my transitions weren't great. Like I was just like overly thinking I was nervous. And, and so I was out and, and I was very down on it. Like, I don't know if I could keep going. Like if I keep overthinking this and, you know, and it's, and, and it's affecting my skills and stuff, like, I don't think I could keep going. Like uh, it was just like a scary moment. And like, how could I, how could I live off of DJing? Like what? You know? So I was having those doubts. Call my mom. She's like, you're tripping. Like you <laughs> And I was like, I don't know, you know, so I was like, okay, let me, I have to jump on Twitch because it was my schedule. And I went on and out of nowhere, someone I don't, that doesn't really watch my channel. They came in and they gifted a hundred subscriptions to my channel. That has never, like, I know there's streamers that get that all the time. That's like a, just a regular thing. That's like, I was like, what? Like, are you kidding me? And I, I teared up on the stream. I explained it to them. I said, look, I'm not gonna lie. Like I had this moment an hour ago, I was telling myself, this is it. Like, I'm not doing it anymore. I can't do it. I can't keep going. And, and then this person comes and they were like, you just bring my spirit up so high Mm -hmm. that I just, it, 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 I don't care about this $500. I'm like, what? Like, do you understand you're saving my life right now? Like, and everyone in there was like, you cannot stop. You've saved us. Like, and I just, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to get emotional. I don't really do this on my stream, but like, you don't understand. Like, so I had like tears and everyone was in there just like full love, you know? And I was like, this is the sign. Like this, this is, you know, so it's, it, it'll come out of nowhere. I mean, and who knew, like, what if I was like, I'm not streaming today. I don't feel like it. Like, No, but I was like, gotta do it. Like I have to keep, gotta keep doing consistent. It. And like, you know, I think people that are afraid of Twitch or like, ah, oh, it's not for me. Or I get it. Some people, it's just not for you. It's not, you know, it's not your thing. That's cool. I totally understand. But um, somebody who's like kind of curious about it and like, oh, I wish I could do it. Like, I mean, I fully support people jumping on there. I mean, it, it's it's a community. It's community. Lo- it's, you know, it's music and, um, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I've met so many people on there, uh, you know, and been, um, a part of so many raids and so many fun things. So it was definitely the universe telling me like, you got to keep going. You can't, you can't do that. So those little signs come at the and big ones. <laughs> yeah. He saved my, you know, my paycheck too. I mean, I, I Twitch is my income besides gigs and other projects. So, um, I try to be really consistent on it. And he helped you to, to, to remind you that you have to keep going. Like you're meant to do this mm-hmm. signs, symbols, and clues. Okay. Let's get into the segment questions and comments from the audience. Mm-hmm. Today we have, um, this wonderful comment for you. 
She mm-hmm. says, Spinurita is such a bright light in the DJ community and world. Loving the music she plays is only part of it. I am inspired by and I am grateful for her joyful, unaffected presence in real life and in the streams. This is from Bay Area roller skate extraordinaire, Erica Green. Oh, EG. Just, want, just wanted to give you the love. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, I mean, like things like that is just, it just makes me feel so, so honored, you know, like honored. I mean, it's an honor to play someone's amazing music for people and that they feel something from that and that my love for it also adds to it you know like the music already is amazing it doesn't need anything like there's streamers that don't talk they don't talk they're not even on camera so the music carries right but like to know that my display of the love of the music is also affecting people that to me is just, I can't, I can't even thank people enough for that, you know, cause I'm just being me. I'm just being a fool. Like I'm just being <laughs> how I usually am. Like, I, that's just me, like dancing, singing, laughing, like, Oh my God, I can't play this song. Like so excited. So, um, now I feel, I've always been like that DJing live too, but now I feel even more like, I'm like, Psh, what up? Yeah. <laughs> when I played live, like when I'm up there getting it, people are like, wow like this is this is um this is amazing you know like so so um yeah so uh (laughs) it's it's uh thank you um i love her she's so sweet we hang out in our friend uh b causes streams um that's how we we all hang out late night in his stream so it's so sweet i love that erica green for sure no problem and the second one is ask her who her favorite boom bap kid is and that's from uh words your mama episode 20, 21 guest my brother aaron rose martin he's one of he's an artist and one of the founders of boom back kids well silent john <laughs> <laughs> i mean i you know what i remember watching boom bap kids for the first time on twitch and i was like this is so dope i told everyone about it i'm like yo you guys like have to watch this channel i can't so i know abel abel um shout out dj abel for being an amazing dj and he he fixes everyone's turntables and stuff so um i took my turntable down to him and we were talking about twitch and stuff and he was like yeah you know woes he's doing the boom bap kids and i'm like oh shit like i love that channel He's like, yeah, he had an idea about puppets a while ago. And then, you know, he brought it like, honestly, I think the boom bap kids should get like a TV show on MTV. Like, I really think that they can go so far with it. I mean, just the creativity, the, the, um, the puppets alone, like it's just, and then I didn't, I couldn't figure out how they're moving them. I'm like, how is it? <laughs> this is my boy. You know, so it's, I mean, shout out to them. I, we're playing actually uh, Hit the Switches in, in August. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so awesome to see um, so many people like, you know, thriving and, and doing their thing. And I'm so happy for them. And, and I really hope that they get 
you know, bigger and bigger because it's just such a original, I mean, it's original, you know, for, for DJ. Yeah. And stuff, so um, Silent John. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's get into, before you bounce, the not so rapid fire questions, the AKA slow as hell questions. Spinorita, mm-hmm. three words to describe yourself, please. Um, bubbly. Um, humble and what else stylish yes (laughs) so what's the best piece of advice you've received Um, my dad told me that always work hard like no one's gonna give you anything um it's not you know especially for folks of color you know I'm sure that comes from like being immigrant background and stuff and you know coming to this country and having to work hard but he always told me that like you always have to work hard that's it like if for what you want they're not going to give it to you you're gonna have to push for it and then an added piece of advice from a friend Arabian Prince told me that he's a prince once you once you get there people are going to start giving you stuff because of all the hard work you've done so don't forget that piece too and i didn't think of that you know um so that was an added piece of of that crucial you know uh advice that i took from my dad so i i love those two those two pieces of advice it 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 fuels me i'm i'm a hard worker so you know you're here because of that hard work so (laughs) yeah for sure um okay so the next one what you might have multiples your music head but what song do you put on to get you hyped um let's see currently i'm gonna look at my phone because um oh yeah okay so i have a friend he's a young artist out of um the San Gabriel Valley, El Sereno. His name is Jaren. He just put out an album called Antara. And I really like the song called Whittier Boulevard. Um, it's a throwback to like G-Funk, um, you know, and he's young. So it's kind of cool to see like the younger generation get into this. But his the whole album is amazing. He dips from house music to G-Funk to electro. So I throw on that song in the morning. I'm just like, all right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So if you're listening to this, I'm definitely like, as always, I'm going to have this on the show notes. And right now I'm putting together a Spotify playlist with everybody that's been a guest and all of their hype songs. So this will be a nice addition to that. And the final question is, what will be your legacy? Being a good person, you know, um, I always try to help where I can, you know, like I want to share my platform. Like um, I'm always an advocate for getting more DJs out there, more women DJs, more, uh, you know, whatever your uh, sexual preferences or like your ethnicity or background like if I can you know use any platform that I have to push or to help or to put someone out there like a young newer DJ I'll do it you know I I, you have to like you have to keep it going and you can't just keep it within yourself so um just always being a good person you know and and being staying humble and um also having confidence and not just being like you know it's okay like it's like (laughs) right I did a lot of work like let's let's 
asking that and, and keep being successful in it and not being scared of success. You know, I think that's a big part of what artists go through is like, you don't, sometimes you don't want to see what's on the other side. You <laughs> like, you're like, shit, my life's going to change. If I, you know, keep getting bigger, it just happens. There's more haters, there's more, you know, work, <laughs> there's more, less time to sleep, you know? So yeah. I think, um, yeah, just being a good person and helping people and um, keep working hard. Awesome. Well, Spinorita, it's been amazing. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this. And I'm so glad we met and that we continue to keep in touch and continue to work together. And it's awesome. Like, so great. Let's build. Tell the people what your Twitch is. I'll have it in the show notes too, but tell them what your Twitch is and what days you're on again. Um, so my Twitch is twitch.tv slash spinorita. That's S-P-I-N-O-R-I-T-A. I'm on Monday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Friday. Um, Sunday school, Monday moves, Plur's Day, which is my rave day on Twitch. And it's the freaking weekend is on Friday. Um, you can find me anywhere on the internet under spinorita. Um, and if you're a promoter, I always spell it with the enye. Don't forget that. Please believe it. <laughs> Gotta represent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit PanoplyBPO.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y-B-P-O.com to schedule your no-obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. PanoplyBPO.com. There is a better way. And now, introducing... Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural, Supernatural Bear. Bear. We love it when they call you Spinorita. Thank you for being on to your mama. You are very cool, la la la. It's true, la la la. You were truly awesome on the episode. There it is, folks. Episode 40 of Word to Your Mama. How cute is my little man? He doesn't listen to these episodes because they're inappropriate. And also they're super long. So for editing purpose, there's no time for that. So I told him, he's like, who's going to be on? I was like, DJ Spinorita. And immediately he's like, Spinorita. And then I was like, oh, perfect. That's what you'll do when it's time to record your Supernatural Bear Corner. And then right before I put in Mimi's last night, I was like, don't forget tomorrow we got to record your section. You know, he's like, what am I going to do? I go, oh, yeah, you said you wanted to do that song, a little parody of that song, but with Spinorita. He's oh, yeah. So I put on Mimi's, left the room, and then later on he woke up and he, I mean, he didn't wake up, he just didn't go to sleep and he he got out. He's like, excuse me, mama. He's like, 
I've been thinking about the lyrics, the full lyrics for the song. He's like, um, I don't have notes app on my iPad. Could I use your phone, please? <laughs> and I was like, okay, when inspiration strikes. So he did the whole thing. He sang it for us. And then he went Mimi's. And we recorded it today. My little man's. Also, how dope is DJ Spinorita? Let's support her. Let's continue to support her. Make sure you follow her on all social medias. We'll have it all in the show notes. And thanks again for listening and supporting this podcast. You can find us on all social media at WTY Mama. That's W-T-Y-M-A-M-A. If you want to email us, you want uh, you have any grief, any beef, you have any things you want to say, hit me up, hola at wordtoyourmama.com. And please leave a review. I need five five-star reviews. We'll read those suckers on the next episode. Please believe it. And that also helps people find us. So yeah, thanks again. Hope you guys are staying safe and um, get vaccinated so my little man could be out and about without any worries. How about them apples and those that are immune, uh, immunocompromised? Yeah. You know, share. Let's let's care about uh, other people. How about them apples? All right, then we reap. Word to your mama is owned and produced by Ritz P. The intro is produced by Nico Beats. If you want to get a hold of us and see other things, all there is to know, go to wordtoyourmama.com. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyPeriwinkle.com and PanablyBPO.com.